0: Today we are confirming our young people in the faith, but before we do that, I'd like to reflect not just on this particular class of confirmands, but my eight years of leading these classes here at Hillsdale United Methodist Church. I will be transitioning to a new church in a few weeks, so I thought taking a broader look at these classes and this process might serve us well. So let's begin with our scripture for today from Acts chapter 2. This is the story of the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit falls upon the disciples. Jesus has ascended to heaven and the disciples are praying and waiting for a sign from God. Suddenly, a rushing wind and tongues of fire appear. They are filled with the Spirit and begin speaking foreign languages that they had never learned. This is what happens next. Hear now God's word. Now, there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven, living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all those who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each each one of us in our own native language? All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. And from 1 Corinthians 12, 14 and 15, Indeed, the body does not consist of one member, but of many. If the foot were to say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, that would not make it any less a part of the body. This is the word of the Lord for the people of God. Thanks be to God. I invite you to join me in our prayer preparation. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Many people call Pentecost the birthday of the church. Before the story of Pentecost, Christianity is just about 120 people who have experienced the life, death and resurrection of Jesus. But they don't know what to do about it. They are unsure what is next. Except that Jesus told them to wait for the promise from God. He told them to wait. Now, I know many of us love the imagery of the wind and flame. The powerful move of God is a highlight for us. Pentecost, for me, is just about my favorite holiday. I know that's strange, but hey, I'm a minister. But before we get to this dramatic transformation by the Holy Spirit, the disciples have to sit and pray and wait. It's not exactly the fun part of the Christian story, but it is absolutely necessary. When God is about to do big things we often must wait before it happens we first pray and consider what it is god is up to the church in general has done just that in ancient times the church made people that were not baptized and confirmed wait outside of the church building while everyone else had communion you had to wait up to a full year until the next easter to be confirmed now, we don't do that, it that way anymore. Nobody has to sit outside while we have communion. But I imagine it still feels that way for many. They are waiting for God. They are waiting for that next step in their lives. And I'm sure everyone listening is tired of waiting for the end of this pandemic. Yet God says, wait. There is good in the waiting. There is growth and maturity that happens in waiting. After my first year here in Hillsdale, we looked at making some changes to the confirmation process. The first was for classes to go from 10 weeks to 2 years. And I know that sounds like cruel and unusual punishment, but we had a good reason for it. We noticed that young people would join the classes for 10 weeks and many would simply disappear never To be heard from or seen again. Tell me, what good is confirmation if you go to classes but never go to church? The whole point is that you become a part of the church. So he said, what if we stretch it out? What if we just meet once a month? It will only be a few more classes. Stretched over the two years, but these young people can really be a part of the church. They'll have a chance to volunteer with the food pantry and see some of the special services at the church. We can talk about them, what they mean, why we do them in the first place. They can go on a mission trip with the youth group and get to know some of the other young people in the church. Then after they've seen the church truly being the church and participated in its life, that's when they confirm their faith. Enjoy. i'd say in many ways it's worked i tell the confirmands and the mentors all the time the point is not that you learn stuff learning is good it can be very useful but the goal is not more knowledge crammed into your head the goal is a relationship with god and a relationship with people in the church love the lord love your neighbor as yourself And that happens best when you give it time, when you wait. You have to be patient for growth and maturity to take place. So we focus on different topics all year as we explore who or what is God, who is Jesus, the Holy Spirit, faith, sin, baptism, prayer, and heaven. But the point is not knowledge. The point is to love to build a community, to support each other through ups and downs. That's church. That's who we are and what our goal is with our young people. But it takes time. When I look back at my ministry I've had here in Hillsdale, I'm grateful for one thing in particular when it comes to confirmation. In that first year, we asked parents and youth to volunteer as mentors for the confirmation. We had people helping out in a bunch of different ways to encourage the next group of confirmands. And so since 2012, we have had this continuous, unbroken chain of mentors and confirmands. I am filled with joy every time a confirmand finishes two whole years of listening to me yak. And at the end of it, they say, I want to help other young people grow the way I grew through this. It is a truly beautiful thing. So there is a legacy here. There are young people here today that have grown and matured because of others that went before them. And they in turn grew because of others before them. They waited patiently for their two years of classes reading two of the four Gospels and different kinds of mission projects so that they could form a community, so they could experience the challenges of loving people, even if they didn't choose for them to be in their lives. Then we spent time reflecting on this together. In the end, I am proud to present to you this year's class of confirmants. They have waited a long time for this. And I trust the Holy Spirit will be at work powerfully in their lives. Patience builds character, but it also can unleash the Holy Spirit. Will you join me in prayer? Fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord. Now is the birth of your church. As we become a community of people who know you and love you as you know and love each of us. May our hearts be on fire as we model our lives after Christ. Remind us that you have given to us what we need to be your disciples. We just need to say a resounding yes to you. Thank you for all the ways you pour into our lives each and every day as we offer our lives back to you in joy and hope. Amen. Amen.